presumably. Are we on? Start the recording process. Come on. I will. I will. Will you? Well. You might. I will. Let's let's say let's say you will. We're gonna go with we're on. I I'm gonna go with we're on. All right. I'm gonna go with. It's happening. Right now. <laughs> oh, I'm not ready. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Today is November 6, 2017, and this is episode number... 007. 007. So I had, we've talked about this before, about yeah. numbering the podcasts. Right, the James Van Osdell, the Van Osdell conundrum. Exactly. And I was at an event with uh-huh. said Mr. Van Osdell. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, it led up to this in that he asked me, like, what TV shows, you know, episodic television that I watch. And I informed him that I watch none and really haven't watched a real series since uh, The Sopranos, okay. I do believe. I think he was talking that he was the last person on earth to watch Breaking Bad. And I said, well, technically second to last because I've not seen one minute of it. You and me either. Yeah, sure. It's fantastic. Heard the I, name. I think we're in the golden age of television. I don't understand. I don't have a job, yet I don't have time. We might be exiting the golden this. age of television. That's possible. But we're but it's certainly current. Sure. Ish. Somehow people have like 70 hours a week to right. devote to watching these things. I know. I, I don't understand. They've seen all of them, too. It's not just right. like they've saw one of these series. They've no. seen all of them. It is Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and every Netflix. Right. Stranger Scoo- Things Road, Stranger and blah, things. blah, blah. Exactly. Right. So we talked about one of the problems that I have is when now this, this you know, uh, uh, back growing up, you waited till Saturday night to see a new Love Boat. Yes, you, you know, did. It wasn't. They didn't release all 76 episodes that True. one day. So now I feel like when they release, like I wanted like years ago, like, oh, I should watch House of Cards. Although not anymore, as we know about that now. I can, I can tell you already that I watched, I tried to watch the first, I watched the first 10 minutes of that show. I was like, this sucks. I'm like, I'm out. There, they, I got through like three episodes of vinyl and it was just horrible. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I said one of the problems is that when they release you know, all the episodes on the same day, I now feel I'm 13 episodes behind. Like already, and then that gets intimidating and anxiety-ridden, and I'm out. So which, um, said Mr. Van Osdell made the point, is like, well, one of the reasons why you don't number the podcasts, it's like, well, if you haven't listened to the while, oh, now I've got like, you know, 37 to catch Mm -hmm. up on. Although it seems that at our pace, that's really never going to happen. So we're, it, we're not intimidating with, in that way. That's for sure. Let's leave it at number seven. And mm-hmm. and I think there was something to do know. with like X amount of characters. Right. And I was like, we might not really, really. I mean, I keep track of them this way on the computer, but I don't know that on the like web, it really highlights the number. I think it I'll comes first. Look. I Does think it? it says like episode. Maybe mm, we can put I'll it I'll take later. a look. Sure. We'll switch it around. Okay. Or not. Whatever. Yeah, we no can do whatever. There's no rules. It, exactly. We can it's, do whatever we want. It's the wild, wild web. Yeah. This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say issues, I, of course, mean topics. Yeah. As always, we like to start things off mm. with the Columbia Sports Update. I'm ready. We have it's intro been a music while. for this, right? Yeah, it's playing right now. Okay, awesome. We'll let that play. Mm-hmm. 
So I got a couple things. It's been a while. Yeah, we got a lot of updates, a lot a of news. A lot to go on and, and to the point where I was like, we need a podcast show so I can get this yes, done. Yes, right. I got two Here items, we are. Two big items. Okay. Luke Petrasic, graduate, 17. Although I'm not sure. I guess what do you mean? The year 17 the or he's 17? No. Well, it's possibly both. Sure. But he's a graduate of the class of 17 okay. of Columbia College. Signs with the Charlotte Hornets. That's great news. Yeah. He was, uh, that was signed on uh, September 18th, cut on October 14th. So that's the end of that story. Okay. But well, hey. Good for him. He's made, he was know, in he, the NBA. He was in the NBA for a month. Well, he was at it's training the, camp for a month. It's the, oh, because, wait, is it not the season or is this the it season? It is the season. So he got signed in the preseason. Oh, I see. And then cut before uh, okay. opening day. Okay. Well, he's not on the final roster, but still. Luckily for he him, got he got a little he said, something. He got a taste. He, yeah. he may be back. He may uh, They may bring him back to the dance. You never know. Those guys and, drop like uh, flies. Sure. Not and he's really. got a, he's got a, a, an education from a wonderful uh, institution. He's the first lion to attend an NBA training camp, well, I guess non-accountant, since Sean Couch, class of 87, drafted and signed by the Indiana Pacers. Hmm. Interesting. So there you go. Okay. Uh, I'd like to read. We'll we'll move on to football. Please, I'm ready. This it's was a, this. A, I was chopping the air the is bit. crisp. Uh, it's time. It's I hear the crack season. of the helmet and the and the spinal cord and like let's go. <laughs> CTE kicking in. This is from October 21. So a couple of two and a half weeks ago. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, Josh Bean had two short touchdown runs. The Columbia defense made two goal line stands in the final three minutes, and the Lions held on to defeat Dartmouth 22-17. Eat it, Dartmouth. That's right. Eat it, the fighting darts or whatever you are. That's the, I think the green. Oh, I think they're actually okay. one of those. That's like the color. Uh, which would be better if it was brown, had the term the big green, because that would just be funny. Uh, it matched their best start in 21 years and ensuring their first winning season since 1996. Wow. 6-0. and oh. Really? 6-0? Um, yeah. Uh, then they consequently lost uh, to Yale and then Harvard. Oh. So, but Which puts them in second. second. Yeah, exactly. 6-0 and is pretty good. Six, Columbia. To start off, it's really good. When I was there, I think it was <laughs> three wins in three years. Okay. So I'll take 6-0. and oh. The last, uh, that year, 1996 was also the last time Columbia which won just five times in the previous four years combined. Wow. Last one, 6-0. and oh. And prior to that, prior to 1996, 1945. Wow. It's not a stellar uh, program, but they're currently in second place in the Ivy League football. Where's Dartmouth? Uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. Okay. So is the Ivy – is that like the actual name of the – like? Sports league too, you know, like the Big Ten. Yeah. I guess. It's but the, the Big Ivy Ten league. now has like fifteen yes. schools, and they're not correct. So, is that has the Ivy League changed at all, or it's still nope. the same schools it's been for a long time? Eight schools, okay, still the same eight. Can you name them? I can. Columbia, yeah, and then the other seven. Yeah, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Brown, Penn, Cornell, Dartmouth. Penn, like University of Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Yep. Really? That's in yeah. the Ivy League. It's in the Ivy League. Where is University of Pennsylvania? It's in Philadelphia. Is, is it? it uh, don't is hold it, me to that. Is it? 
I don't think I take that back, but I think it's very close. I don't think it's like one of those that's like okay. somewhere else in the state. I think it is. I went to visit there once. You should call me I almost Her, applied there. Where's Brown? Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. Right. Cornell's upstate New York. Right. In Ithaca, right? Is it in Ithaca? I think it's Could in be. Ithaca. That's right. Which Ithaca is, is gorgeous. I see what you did there. Well, I see what they probably they, did there. They did on the bumper yeah. sticker. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So Hanover, New Hampshire. Your Boston is in your uh, your Cambridge, Mass. Right. Your Princeton, I believe, is in Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah, heard of it. Uh, who else do we say? Yale is in your New Haven. Neither New nor a Haven. Love that bit. Uh, I think Penn. Ah, boy, if it's not Philadelphia, I think it's. it's I mean, I, I believe that it is. I mean, why not? I don't know. I can't remember. What's now. in. Uh, what's in Pittsburgh? Carnegie Mellon? Carnegie Mellon, Pitt. Oh, Pitt, right. And uh, there's, I think there's another. Pitt. Did Tony Dorsett go to Pitt? Nice. And I believe one of their last head coaches, football coaches, Wani, Dave Wanstead. Is that right? Yeah. He got fired. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So there's our Columbia Sports <laughs> That's Update. That's Riveting this year. I can't wait till next week. That's pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. What do you think the next sport, like, so football season is Basketball. now, right? Basketball, oh, yeah, I think, sure. starts... Like very very soon, okay. I think, because you know, on on the uh, cellular device, it has the little Columbia, yeah. uh, you know, the updates come in. Or I guess when I go click in on like ESPN, it's one of my favorite teams. So I think they open the season against Villanova. Do any of those? Um, which is where? Where is Villanova? Do Villanova you know? also in. They're in the Philadelphia okay. area. I know oh, because yeah. there there's like Temple. Philadelphia, or, right. uh, 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 Villanova. Yeah, there's like the big school because they do like a big the Penn Relay races, okay. and there's like a basketball oh, yeah, like group. The group so of schools, relay races are actually relay races, like foot races, or is that like some kind I think of it's euphemism? Called, like, no, I think, but okay. part of them is like you know, like the 400 meter relay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like the March Madness thing, do any of those Ivy League schools ever get in? Yes. Who gets One, in? I think Penn. It's almost always Princeton. Sometimes oh, Penn. It was Penn. Princeton. Princeton. I think Harvard may have last year. Is that right? But yeah, they they get the winner of the conference gets an automatic bid. Oh, okay. So one of them always gets yes. in. Got it. And it's I don't I I couldn't tell you the last time there were more than one. Right. I remember a Final Four team, and I think it was Penn. And I want to say it was like 1978, 79, like the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson mm. year. Penn with Tony Price okay. may have been the fourth school. One of those years that DePaul made it. Yeah, right. Penn was in there. It's like those late sure. 70s yeah. okay. teams was the last like Final Four. And then Princeton, famous for their four corners offense, where they, they went before the shot clock. They would literally line like for like in a square and just pass the ball and then just try to you know the scores just would end up being the other like team fall 30, asleep pretty to... much yeah that's exactly right wait for them to like to sort of become slightly complacent and then they they'd, like have a backdoor play that's funny and they'd win games you know like twenty eight twenty four wow yeah but then they instituted a shot clock right but yeah the the Princeton four corners offense. Hmm. Okay. All right. Our next segment, as always. Well, this is, I think, the second one. Uh, the Jewish joke of the show, punchline only. 
Oh, yeah. Remember that from I last do, time? I do. I yeah. do. I love this. You ready? Yes. Rose, what's the name of that medicine I take? There you go. Now, do you actually have a joke that goes that? Yes. Okay. I oh, can't absolutely. wait. absolutely. Good, good, good. <laughs> I'll tell no, you that's that. Good. Yeah, we'll leave off that. the air. Yeah, we'll save that. We'll say, no, that's we, good, though. Can you repeat people... that one once more for sure. people so they can? Rose, what's the name of that medicine I take? It's good. It's a good bit. That's, I love this. That's yeah. a great segment. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so you ready to get to the heart of the show now? You yeah. would think we were there, but uh, I no, got a I'm ready. Is there, is there something? Yeah, let's go. I got a few topics. Please. A uh, couple things. One, I was on the phone today uh, with a lovely woman uh, working on the Wi-Fi system at the house. Okay. And I went on the website. I did all the troubleshooting. It just it it just wasn't working out. Yeah. But she was very helpful. It it works fine now. Everything's fine. What amazed me though, in this day and age, was that one of the, the fixes was that I had to use an unbent paper clip to, like, hit the reset oh, button. Oh, sure, yeah. That that is still a thing. I know, right? And at some point, I mean, I, I am old. I have paper clips. Right, what if you but didn't I have... But I don't think it's a common nope. item anymore, especially, like, if it's right. at, a, at home. You would think they would come up with, like, a different mechanism for doing that, right? right. So that it didn't require you to have... A paper, a paper clip, clip that you unbend. <laughs> that's the fix. Yeah. I was like, to me, that's like whacking it on the side. It's like that sort of same kind of, or well, moving like, the antenna. It'd be like, go, get out your skeleton key or like whatever. Right. Like who has, I don't have that. Right. Right. It, 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 precisely right. And it, it just sort of stunned me. And, and this isn't, the system is, I think, less than a year old. I mean, yeah. it's a fairly new, I mean, I know they're right. on their second generation which I think has a button button, but it was still right. sort of amazing. I think it's one of those things, yeah. That, yeah, that that's still That's a, just the convention. Yeah. Yeah? I know. Very, uh, I mean, it's sort of right up there with that's still the best method of taking care of your teeth is to run a piece of string between them. That's as far as we've gotten. <laughs> it's yeah. Back, yeah, leeches, <laughs> unbent paper clips, and a piece of string, and yes. you can pretty much. You're good. That's that will solve apparently most of uh, most of your yeah. issues. Well, now you know what to uh, bring with you when you're on the amazing race or something. Yeah, or, or well, now that let's make it. Now that Monty Hall is dead, so I don't. I can empty out that bag of, mm -hmm. of stuff. I won't be on. Let's make a deal anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, a quick shout out. I got a little. Uh, lesson, um, not like in a, in a bad way, like learned um, from Bob Weston of, I think it's Chicago Mastering Company. Something like that. Something sure. like that. How records are mastered. Oh, yeah. Had no idea. It's a, it's one of the steps in the process that people don't really know about. Fascinating. Literally from beginning and Fascinating. Did you like go over there or something yes. like that? I had to go over there for I dropped I was dropping something off and he's like, Hey, do you want a tour of the place? I was like, sure. And then I really like then he started showing me because I knew that they made vinyl. Mm -hmm. Like so they master like vinyl records, right. which when he started it was sort of an odd time, but sure. now yeah, you know, doings. every band does it. And just the process unbelievably cool. Yeah. And then the room that he listens to to master mm -hmm. the thing. Fascinating process. I had no idea. I mean, I understand 
when you record and you obviously right. all the different tracks and you add yeah. you know, bass and, 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 and vocals and backing vocals and so forth, how that's, you know, I thought, well, that's it. And then you press a record. Like, not even close. Right. And it was, and you always see, like, you know, I was like, oh, so 50 years of looking at record albums mastered by so-and-so at Bob so-and-so. Ludwig, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, that's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Cool it stuff. It makes a big, it makes a big difference. Or if it's done well, it makes a huge difference in the sound of a recording. So can you, are you able to hear records and go, oh, that was just or if they're um, not sometimes it's hard to tell well. who to attribute it to. Oh, okay. But if you've heard, if you took the same master tape and then you've heard it mastered two different ways, you'd be like, oh, right. That's okay. what he you was saying. Hear, you can really hear, like, if you gave, if I took my final mixes right. and I gave them to two different people and had them master them and then and then listen to each, yeah. Uh, you would. You mean you can hear big differences? It makes a big difference. That's so, what you're saying. I, I sort of got the sense that so, it was like kind of you know like giving the same recipe to like yeah. three different cooks. Yeah. Here are the ingredients. Here's the recipe. You'll get three different dishes. Yeah, and it's you know, so sometimes if you hear a record and it sounds crappy, it's hard to know. Was it mixed poorly? Was it? I mean, you could tell some things are the mix, and then you, there's some stuff you can't tell. Right. But uh, this is also a big problem with um, when people complain about the sound of CDs, and they right. you know, vinyl sounds better than CDs and stuff like that. I think one of the one of the factors in that was the mastering of the CD version of a record, especially kind of earlier on, you know, back in the day when people were in a rush to get their labels or in a rush to get their whole catalog of stuff out on CD. Um, okay. A lot of times what they did was they just took the same mastered version that they used to make the vinyl record. Right. And then just transferred that onto CD. But, as you probably learned a little bit in that lesson, there are modifications people make to what they're doing on the mastering based on the f- end format it's going to end up on. Absolutely. So for, and he showed me, like, you right, know, like the right, groove. Right. Like the So the, vinyl, the if you have too much, between. like, low-frequency material, right. it would make the groove such that the needle would jump. It would cause stuff to skip. Right. So they would deliberately cut out some of the low frequencies to accommodate vinyl. Um, and it depended kind of how loud you wanted the record to be and different things right. like that. But So they were accommodating like the physical format of vinyl by effectively changing the sound of the mastered recording. Correct. But then you go to CD, which has a different profile and doesn't have some of those same limitations, right? CD is not going to, the needle's not going to jump exactly. if there's a lot of low frequency formation. But they were they were mastering those things so that they would sound good on a vinyl record player. Um, and then when you heard it on CD, in a lot of cases, it it had a different 
character because you didn't have the same colorations and characteristics. So basically you could end up with a record that was a lot um, thinner and harsher sounding because it was not meant to be heard pristinely through a digital playback system. It was meant to be heard on vinyl. Right. And it's like when people talk about vinyl is richer or like that sort of depth. Right. That's Which that isn't is. necessarily true, but it was true if you took a recording that was a mastered recording that was meant to be heard on vinyl and hear it on vinyl, but then hear it on something else, hear it on CD. Okay. It will sound, it can sound richer on vinyl because that's the way it was meant to be. It was the way it was meant to be heard. That was the that was the medium through which you were supposed to hear it. It's kind of like if you if you had um, if you were wearing lenses that were um, colored, right? You take if you think about like camera lenses and they have those kind of like reddish kind of rose colored like filters or you right, right, a right. polarizing filter, right? If you had a sort of like reddish filter and you wanted to make a drawing, a painting, and you wanted it to come across blue, you would have to kind of modify the actual color in real life so that when you looked at it through those lenses, it it appeared as blue. I see what you mean. Right, right. right. But then if you took those off, you'd be like, whoa, that's not really like, that's not really what it was intended to look like because it was meant to be viewed through those lenses. And it's a similar thing with, with, the audio is it's meant to be heard through a certain medium. And then when you change the medium, but you don't change the input, then it's, it sounds different. So then I'll assume that for a while there before the resurgence of vinyl, then recordings were mastered for CDs. Yeah. Right. There's a point in time where, right. Where new records that were made were intended to be made for a CD and they were mastered appropriately. Then our, should have had a thought yeah. about this as Bob, but maybe you'll know. So now are record recordings mastered for MP3? Well, yes, you can do that, right? A lot of stuff is or has been. Okay. Um, I think now it depends. I mean, some people will just do one version and then they just put it out on whatever format. Some people will take their final mix and they will do one mastering job that's for vinyl. Right. And they'll do a different master for reproduction on CD or for digital download or something. Okay. You know, and this is a thing where some people were optimizing. They were just doing one master optimized for MP3, and then that ends up sounding kind of crappy on a CD because it's squished up in a way that, like, doesn't take advantage of the... Mm, the sort of positive attributes of a CD, which is like sort of unlimited dynamic range and no noise floor, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so things were being kind of almost made more lo-fi than they needed to be so that they suited the MP3 format. You know, so it depends. I mean, people do it different ways. Some people do master multiple times for for each medium, and then some people just don't. And they just I think guys, some of it's economics as well. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. of course. A, a newer band is not going to be able to probably not to do that. Right. Um, so when things are like re-released, like remastered, yes, is it remastered for? the medium that it's played on now or is it remastered because the technology that didn't exist then right allows them to do 
That's right. It's a good Something question. Else with it. Uh, I think it's or it can beer be, just marketing. It can be some. It's a mix of all those things, right? So sometimes it's, hey, when we put this out, or some of some of it's like, well, let's revisit this. You know, in retrospect, I, I think I would have made this sound a little more like this, right? I would have made it sound a little brighter, a little deeper, a little punchier, a little mellower, whatever. Right. Um, and then sometimes it's. Hey, you know what we have now? They have whatever the X grams vinyl, like the sort of heavy vinyl. And they're like, you know what? I, at the time, maybe we made a record during the CD era and we didn't ever make a vinyl version. And now we're going to remaster it so that it comes out on vinyl and sounds really good on vinyl. Right. Or it's an older, older record. Like, yeah, at the time, you know, now we have all these tools to clean up little things or to to do stuff we couldn't do because we just didn't have the physical gear in the room at the time we mastered it and we want to redo it. Um, you know, and so there's the difference between remixed and remastered. Oh, okay. Right. And so those, right. sometimes they'll do both. It'll be remixed and remastered. Okay. Sometimes it's just the mastering that changed. So the, the mix, the, the relative levels of the voice and the drums and the guitar it and will the bass sound is the familiar. same. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes they, they'll remix it. And it's interesting because some of those re- remixed records I've heard, it's amazing how close they got to the original mix. Because when you think about like older records that were made like, you know, in the 80s or before. Sure. You know, it's not like now. Like right now we could save this recording of our podcast and save the exact presets and stuff like that and come back to it in a year and call up the exact levels and the exact equalization and the effects and whatever that we put on it. But back in those days, like you made a pass of the mix and then the next day somebody came into the studio and reset all the knobs and stuff like that. And that was gone forever. Like there's no way to get back and recreate that mix and just make a little adjustment, you know, and now there is, you could sort of save the automation of the mix. So when people go back and remix a record that was originally mixed before automation and before saving and before digital consoles. Um, it's in, it's interesting. Like it's some of them, it's pretty amazing that they're able to recreate the mix so closely because you don't, you don't have a record of what was used or what the settings were and you can't access that anymore. So that's just then based on the talent of the person who's sitting at the console and listening to it, yeah. which is still why, I mean, sitting with, with Bob, so it does boil down to I ask him, so it does boil down to what you yeah, perceive as and sure. people come to you for sure because they like the sounds of it's like a producer. That's right. You know I love what George Martin did with the Beatles records. Right. I will, you know, want him to to produce this. Yeah, and mastering's even more like you know, engineering and, and being a, a mastering engineer is even more kind of precise in some ways or, or sort of more quantified than a producer because producer can mean kind of anything. It's like somebody who's wrangling the people and like helping you pick the songs or whatever. Right. Like, so just because you have George Martin, the producer doesn't mean you're going to sound like the Beatles, like sonically, right? right I mean, okay. He might have some tricks and stuff like that, that, sure. you, that, you know, that would get you in the ballpark. But when you, I mean, you can really, you can hear, I think, certain mastering engineers you can hear what they're doing to especially if you're able to hear the before and after 
of a of a of a final mix and then the mastered version you can kind of tell what those guys are doing and you can kind of like you said you can kind of go to them and say I want you to do your thing to this and you right. kind of know what that's going to be. Okay. But it really is up to them, right? It's up to them. And they have their, you know, like everybody else, they're kind of their usual bag of tricks and stuff like that, but they but they have a sound and it's sort of their discretion and stuff. It's yeah, I was like one of those times just mesmerized by it and like sitting, you know, in that room, like this kind of mastering room and just hearing how you know that just the, you hear everything, right? Whereas you know, for the most part, you know, I was talking with for such a long time at the restaurant, like the the vast majority of my music listening was often an original iPod yeah. through little speakers at a restaurant where there's just an incredible amount of noise going right. on. Besides that, and so. Now, when I listen, like, let's say on an airplane and the quality of headphones, right? especially, that's why I think where it's really struck me is hearing songs like, oh, I never heard, you know, like, right. parts like, oh, I never heard that part. Or like, oh, that's what they're saying. Yeah. It's mostly that. It's right. mostly like, oh, it's hold the line, not mow the lawn. Right. Like, you know, that right. uh, uh, kind of deal. Yeah. When, you know, it's... You ever see like if you watch a DVD and they have like deleted scenes on the DVD? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You watch it, and they always look kind of like the visually it's it's kind of like dull and and lower fi right than kind of right. I mean that's where you realize like mastering is sort of a little bit the equivalent of like color correction is in TVs and the movies. Oh, makes right? sense. Like you have no, you don't really know it, but it's when you see the before and after, you're like oh man, it's. It's a huge difference, right? right? When the color is punched up, and when they when they get it right, um, and same thing if you listen to an unmastered recording, and then you listen to something that's mastered, you're like, oh, it's it's you know, it's much more something. It can be whatever. It could be right. actually it could be duller, or it could be brighter, or it could be whatever. But it's it, it something's happening there. You know, they're doing something to it. That's that's yeah. making a big difference. Yeah, yeah. It was cool, and thank you to Bob for uh, for the lesson as well. All right, you ready for the big topic? I am. DNA. Mostly ancestry, mostly who, where you came from. Oh, yeah. Who your family is, who your parents are. And I bring this up because I've had three recent incidents, not me personally, but three people I know fairly well. Really odd family things came up. Uh, The first one... Her dad passed away and consequently found out, oh, here's this other family he had, and I have a half-sister. Had no idea. Interesting. Uh, the second one did one of those, like, uh, uh, 23 and Me. I the think it's called. The swab thingy and you yes. mail the thing in? Yeah, sure. Found out her dad? Not so much. Yeah. Mom, apparently a little loose back in the day, is all I'm saying, 40 years ago. Yeah, had a little something, something, and uh, turns out that this someone else is the father. Interesting. Yes. Uh, and then uh, another person that we know, um, my very, very longtime girlfriend, uh, just recently found out uh, she has a half-sister that she vaguely knew half, may have how existed. That, how, uh, how does that work? What is half? So it's like one of There's, her parents had yes. a... Had a I had a 
child with somebody else. Exactly. Okay. Yes. This is back in the day, mom, uh, I mean, so we're talking over 60 years ago. Okay. So got pregnant. Well, back then you got shipped off. Yeah. Okay. Shipped off, you know, somewhere to Texas of all places and uh, had the baby up for adoption. Then you can go back to college now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was a different what a, time. What a thing to go through. What a thing to go through. Like your parents sending you off. It's like you didn't choose to do this. Like back then, I mean, you didn't, you know, back then. It's like you didn't. Go, one, the fact that it was a woman going to college yeah. was actually a big enough thing. But then to have this, you know, uh, that you were going to be pregnant, not yeah. so much. Wow. Back then. So, yeah. So, so it, it, it. Where it really came up is with, with the, the middle example of finding out that your father is not your father. Um, and I was talking to the, to the young woman, and, and I was sort of opposed to her confronting her mother about it. Mm. As with all of these things, my feeling is, you know, I'm not a fan of closure. I'm a fan of not needing to know lots of things. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know if the light is turning red. I'd like to know if there's someone mm-hmm. behind me with you know sure. a hatchet. Sure. But other than that, I'm good not knowing these things. It has n- this whole idea and all those commercials with, oh, I found out I thought my family was Scottish. Right. It turns out they're Greek. No appeal to me whatsoever. Yeah, interesting. So I... I'm totally with you on the like the illusion of the myth of closure and all that kind of stuff. Right? Right. I mean, I think I know somebody who recently like just did the thing just for the just to see what their sort of ethnic makeup was. Right? That you send right. in the swab and they give you some kind of thing where it's like forty percent European, whatever that even means, and like writing like exactly. I'm not really so, sure how that's all. Yeah, done I'm not really and how sure how right. much is legit. Yeah, it's like a. It's a little bit like a horoscope, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I'm sure it's not totally fake, but it's also not like they. It's not like they can really pin it down exactly either. Right. Understandably, and, so. Right, and my feeling is so. Therefore, what? Right. Well, so I think yeah. To your point, I I I think I'm on the same page with you. Like I don't. I I don't know. I'm. Who cares? What That's, if I found out I was Norwegian? Like, right. what would that really do for me? Now, I think some people, it depends on the person, right? So some people I think are really, um, they really build whatever their ethnic background is or their genealogy into their identity, right? Some people are really like, I'm Mr. Like, I'm Italian or I'm Mr. Greek or I'm Mr. Exactly. Whatever, like, you know, or right. I'm... Right. I'm like, you know, I'm repping Bhutan or I'm, you know, like that's my thing. Right. And and that's I feel like that's fine. If that, I mean, that's it's some people's thing for me. Like, it's I, strange. I don't know. Like, I, right, yeah. yeah. Right. And but especially, I, I mean, if you lived, you know, in, right. in, in there. Well, that's also true. And grew up too. in a place. Well, then it's not that right. I'm Greek. It's that I have this affinity for Greece. Yes. And my, my you know, home village and, and surrounding yes. area. Right. Right. It's a, or you grew up in Chicago and your <laughs> grandparents came from whatever place. Like right. that's And that's. 
it's okay, I guess, but it's weird to feel like some sense of pride, like two generations removed from something you weren't really a part of. Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, they left my dad was a reason. My grandfather fought in World War One, but I'm not like a World War One vet because of that, right? Like, I don't get, you don't. I don't get, get the medals sort of, or whatever. No. Like, it's not my. That wasn't my thing. It was right, his thing, right? right? right. I'm just trying to like latch on to it or whatever. How old so, was he when uh, he like? Do you know? Is it he one was of those born ones in like... 1892, so he would have been like, he came, to, he immigrated to America, and then he signed up in the American Army and went to go fight in Europe in <laughs> World War One. Did he really think that one all the way through? Probably not. not. I mean, he was. So, he was, but he was older then. I mean, it wasn't one of those like one yeah, of those. Like I lied. 20s. I was. Yeah. I no, was that 14. was my dad to get into. That's right. I knew World there was. I thought that there I was a story. My dad to too. I think like, one of those bits. Yeah. Where he, like a year early. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. You know. So I think. Right. I. My. I, I, so like on the sort of the the ethnic background thing, like I'm like. Right. Uh, I don't know. You're just you. Like who? I mean, it's interesting and it's sort of can be a novelty and whatever. But like, I don't know. Like, really, ultimately, you're just a person, and we're all just people. And so, right. I don't know if it like. And I don't know. Like, if I found out that I was, you know, whatever, half Chinese, like I don't know. That'd be like, whoa! I got to rethink my whole life because I haven't based my life on whatever my thing was does the, it make you like right something you know like egg rolls more right when you get into the other stuff like, although i will sorry but i will I do say love egg rolls the oh, i love egg rolls i uh, i will say this i i it, it's great because i pretty i feel confident that every white supremacist will have of some course, it's african because that's, you, that's how it it's goes. where everybody came it's from. It's where everybody came from, right? Listen, so that that is that. the one upside, right? Of, for of, sure. of, of that uh, of that. Country. I think when you get into like the individual like relationship things of like a parent or whatever sibling or you know, um, I think I'm kind of with you. Like, first of all, like to confront, the, like what exactly are you going to confront? Like right. What what's the confrontation about? I guess it would be just that you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. It's like, but so what? But like other than that, right? Other than feeling like you should have been told. I mean, I get that it would be kind of a dramatic thing if you're like, I thought this person was my dad, and then they're they're not my dad, but they still are the same person. You still have the same relationship, even if the biology, the right? It doesn't, and it doesn't change. It doesn't actually, right? It doesn't actually change the past. It doesn't actually change the relationship. It just changes. It change, you know, it's a different right. facts about the biology, and it's a different perception. I'm not saying that that's not nothing, and that it wouldn't be an emotional issue and stuff. But I feel like if you spent a little more time with it, eventually you would probably come back around to, yeah, but this is still the person that cared for me and looked out for me or right. chastised me or whatever they did. They're still that person. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And it doesn't change you right it, 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 the other person or you at all if i found out my father was actually warren buffett possibly a different game story. changer exactly game changer but it is one of those weird but i mean like i'm sure i would get uh librarian and i've talked about this like i would not be surprised at all i would probably bet take the over on the idea that i have a half sibling in the philippines 
Oh, any any one of our generation whose parents fought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who really are, pictures who, of my dad are... from the Philippines? Like, I think it's, you got to take the over on that. But, like, I don't know, like, what is it? Like, if I found out specifically, would it, like, blow me away? No, I, I might be like, oh, that's interesting, and I maybe make contact or not with the person maybe. or whatever. But, like, I don't think it would, like floor me or i mean i get it everybody's different right. and i get that it's an emotional of topic course. and it's easy to sort of speculate about it but i have actually thought about it and i'm like well yeah. i don't know like i'm not sure that it would change my life or my feeling or my feeling about my life or even my feeling about my family necessarily right i mean i feel incredibly confident knowing my parents that they are my parents both right. of them. Yes, right. Sometimes yes. you can just They tell. are just like, mm, I'm, I'm pretty darn sure. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I feel confident that certainly no one is showing up anytime soon <laughs> saying that they're a, uh, they're a sibling. Right. Um, and But it is still – I can understand if you're adopted then wanting to find – the story, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I can't put the. Yeah. So, but I can also understand. It's like I'm adopted. Like, okay, right. Like, so what? Like, right. this is still. This is who I am. Is still this right. person, th- regardless of, you know, an unknown factor. Right. Yeah, I think because I think right. Some of that it'd be like it's ascribing a lot to this. It's putting a lot of stock in. You know, in the power of that genealogy, stuff like that. I, I, I don't know, right? Like, I mean, what if you believed, right? That I don't know. I mean, that's one way to look at like how you became who you are. That it's really so dependent on, you know. So, like, if you were, let's say, a doctor, you didn't know who your biological parents were or grandparents or something like. It, but to is me, it, it really going to tell you that much about right. y- yourself? I don't know if it is. I don't think so. I mean, I, I think the, the novelty of, oh, my right, mouths sure. are the same, yeah. you know, uh, facial features, <laughs> right. like kind of deal. I was like, oh, that's cool. Right. I mean, <laughs> I think s- some people, you know, people derive their identities in different ways, right? And some people really want to they want something to latch onto, right? They want a story to latch onto, which could have to do with, sometimes I think it has to do with the place people came from. Sometimes sure. it's, sometimes it's the heritage of their relatives. Sometimes it's something else. It's their job or it's their, right. how tall or short they are or whatever. You know I mean? I don't know. It could be all kinds of stuff. And so different people, I can see why some people it's really important and that's where they're looking for it, that, there to fill out their story or whatever. Right. And then I can also get where other people are like, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I'm not interested. I'm going with them in the latter group. Yeah. I mean, probably, I, I guess obviously because I do feel. I mean, if somebody showed up and was like, I'm your half sister. I would ask for like an allowance, <laughs> some sort of, can I, do you have, like, right. can I borrow? If it was bucks? Natalie Portman. If it was, if it was, <laughs> if it was somebody like if somebody came in there, you know, roughly your age, and they came and they're like, "Listen, uh, you're my mom and your dad connected in this whatever key party in Deerfield in 1971." 
right yeah. or 1960 or whatever sure. like the thing was right like right. i mean I, I okay right like what do you do what are you supposed to do with that or what would you even need or want to do with that like, so i mean i have to go to your house for thanksgiving right now Two right. and singers like yeah i mean, I mean there's I sort of a novelty aspect to it right again but it's like huh but i don't know yeah i mean i don't know i think sometimes it's like you think about i mean there's people i'm related to that i'm very close to right and there's people i'm related to that i don't feel very close to exactly it, it's not you know so just because something is part of your Genealogy doesn't necessarily for me mean like, oh, that's necessarily an important or relevant bond. Right. And I think some of that is you're closer with someone because of that commonality that, okay, we have the same grandfather. Right. Like it was your first cousin kind of deal. But that doesn't. Your friends are also your friends with people because you have the commonality yeah. of we went to high school together. Right. There's some, you know, whatever the bond yeah. is, there's, there's a bond. And I don't right. think and sometimes one has it's, anything to do with the other. Yeah. And I think that some of it, you know, it can be, right, we 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 had these experiences together or we came from the same place or whatever. Right. And I think that, you know, I would, I think, say that for me, the more important things are. Do we have common interests? Do we value the same things in the same way? And have we, you know, maybe had some also some shared experiences and stuff, which is why like old friends, it's like that's much more powerful than somebody who would come at me out of the blue and be like, we have a biological bond. I'd be like, okay, and what else? Like like if that's all that we have, that's interesting. Right, and certainly we can extrapolate that. We all have that, you know, a bond obviously with with everyone at that point. And it's, 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 to me, it would be like, that's interesting. But I think even when the people that I already know that I'm related to, it's not necessarily <laughs> like, uh, it's not necessarily a powerful connection. I agree. You know, per it's se. An, it's a, it's, it, I, with some like, people it can be, and some people it is cause, just because then you also spend time together and stuff like that. But it's not, it's not right. per se. Right. It also facto, if you will. I will. Why not? It does have that kind of one-hit wonder sort of aspect to it in that it's like, okay, it's this kind of cool thing and it's kind of interesting, right. but that's it. If it was the 99 loose balloons uh, of relationships, that uh, would be something. Nana. And not, not, to, not confusing with – is it the after the fire? Did they do the 99 red balloons or did they do no, the No, no, no. Nana did – yes, right. It's the Falco stuff that was re- After remade. the fire. But – isn't yes. there a remake of 99? I think she just did oh, one she in did, English. She did an uh, English right. version. Jet Fighters! Nice. Right? She does the like... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the Fire, I think, is Der Commissar. I think you're right. Which is a pretty good remake, it's instant not... remake of... I agree. In the Falco version, it's fine. But After the Fire one's yeah. real good, too. I, I, don't, I, I don't disagree. Uh, and you would think that was... The philosophical question of the show, but oh, you'd it's be not, wrong. Oh, that's good. Oh, I no, like no, it. No. We're going even one level deeper. That's just when right. you thought it was. That's right. We're blowing their minds. Uh, you, you've added in the intro music for this, right, as we speak? It's playing right now. Awesome. You ready? Yeah. I don't know if it's a philosophical question, it's okay. but we're going to go There's with no it. There's no anyway. rules. It's hey, our show. You. That's right. We can do whatever we Screw want. Screw the producer. Yeah. 
if you that's why we got kicked off the last network. It's one of the reasons. One of the reasons. If you could, and thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Exactly. If you could offer a newborn child only one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh man, that's good. Yeah. Um, my usual, the smartest answer was always when when I see Matt and I got to do this bit the other night. Uh, Kids like in strollers. My usual piece of advice is never get out of the stroller. (laughs) It's all downhill. Like that's from there. That's a valid analysis. Yes, you are being pushed around. You are being totally ca- taken right. care of. You have of, no idea fed. how good you've got it. Oh, it's right. the best. Enjoy yeah. these next few years. Exactly. Um, if I could give... By, I would, I think by 100 be, shares of a stock that you know will make you a jillion right. dollars. I mean, there are probably many practical things like that. I think right. overall it would be just like, just go for it. Just don't be afraid and go for it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. Go for it. Exactly. Like that kind of thing. Like if you could instill in someone, I think that, um, to just not be afraid to do stuff that doesn't matter what anybody else thinks that just, you know, that idea, um, not a lack of self-awareness, but a lack of self-consciousness and, a, and a spirit of just, you know, that it's your life and you can just, you, when, when people say like, you can be whatever you want to be and stuff like that, that that's not true. That, I that, agree. That's, that's absolutely but, not but true. But you can try whatever you want to try. Like that part is true. And that's the thing. Yes. Like, just, just who cares? Just try it. Just right. do it. Like try the thing, sign up for the whatever, audition for the whatever, ask her out, go there, don't do that, Turn skip left. this, right, like <laughs> right. blow off that thing, like whatever. Like it just doesn't, so little of it matters in a way that you think it matters. Correct. That I think would be my advice. My advice would be, and I've thought about this for well well over like the hour that I prepped for the show, mm-hmm. uh, read. Just read as much as possible. Very interesting. Yeah, just all aspects, books, news, newspaper, whatever, whatever will be. I think reading and just that kind of other opinions and that kind of information, incredibly valuable. Yeah, that's really interesting. So would you confine it to like reading, reading with your eyes, or you just mean like kind of more taking in information? Information probably probably the latter, but okay. I think but the vast majority of it like reading, reading. Yeah. So I often yeah. think on that note, I I often think back to. Well, I don't actually often think back to my college years, but when I do, that's ah, when well, I do. It gets very blurry. When I do, I saying. think wait a second. It's like four incidents right now. It's like basically <laughs> yeah. what it's down to. Exactly. It was like four stories. Anytime and that's someone good. says like, "Remember this in college?" Is like, I don't remember it, but it certainly sounds plausible. Right. And I certainly but, could not put it in any sort of time frame. Right. But if I think back to that, like if I think about the sort of educational part of it, it would have been much better for someone to give me a stack of thirty like well considered chosen books. Or however, I don't know how many I could read in right. four years. Hopefully over 30. Okay, let's call it 40. Okay. Right? And I for me to go that high, but okay. For, <laughs> 36? I, I like to keep it in, in dozens, yeah. yes. So, if you know, that I would have gotten 
educationally way more out of it rather than going to classes and blah, blah, and textbooks, blah. If I had read 36 carefully chosen books, I probably would have gotten so, – I probably would have learned so much more than I, I would have would like would have like some sort of discussion group with that. Uh-huh. Some, you know, the, but like, I mean even if I didn't too. have that, if you just gave me 36 just good books, I would have learned more than I did in those four years of the class part of things. Like I think you're right. I think the reading and like absorbing different stuff would be really – is really good. That would be – Yeah. That would be my advice. And don't get out of the stroller. I was... And never get a job. Work is for suckers. I think only in... Yes. I think that's right. I think that... um, I might have been... Well, I think I was curious about the things I was curious about. But there were big swaths of um, subject areas that I had no interest in at the time. Or at least maybe the way it was presented, and that now I would be more interested in. Yeah, ex- right. Like science, I didn't care. That. I mean, I liked some things. I guess I liked yeah. astronomy or whatever. But like, but biology, if you were given chemistry, a book, like a stuff, particularly interesting book about that subject, yes, absolutely could have changed. Right, my my I mean, interest level and my approach, history, same thing. I mean, and some your of that is like on a young all the person. other subjects, and yes. then you know how it influences uh, uh, all other aspects of your life. Yeah. Um, is there and, something? Go or, ahead. Or I was going to say the only other thing, just like go in the backyard and just throw a ball left-handed, like for three hours a day, every day of your life. That's a good way. And yeah. you're and you then you have to work for like four years. And then Precisely. You're done. And you're then done. you can do whatever you want. And you're like 27. Right. And, and you're done. And you're done. And you can do whatever you want. You right. got enough money. Exactly. I may have to go start throwing tonight. Right. Get yourself a um, pitchback. Yeah. What they still uh, make those? They do. Do they? So okay. Because Beach was just telling me they bought one for the Birdman for, recently. For his, okay, yeah. good. Yes. Um, and it saved Beach a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the point. Oh, it's totally a parental like. Okay, how do I get out of this? Oh, we just make this bounce thing that Loved throws it. the ball back. Yeah. Um, if you, what would you? Like, if you could go back in time, what would you read more of than, than you did? Like, what kinds of things? Uh, interesting. That's a good... Ooh, I hadn't gotten that far. Um, I don't know if it was that I feel that I was lacking in any particular subject, mm-hmm. but probably just more of of everything, mm-hmm. I think. Um, probably more... Classics like Western literature, right? Classics, probably, um, possibly more like it, I know it sounds odd, but a little more business economics mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, just sort of not that I thought, oh, then therefore I would be wealthier, right, but right. just sort of the understanding of yep. how you know we all have these ideas of like, we, especially in the current climate of how these things should work, but like really how. Do they work, and what's the history yep. of you know economic changes and forces? I think that would be it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with I those think things. You probably more history stuff. I do think that. Um, 
somewhat with history, but also with the things you're talking about, you know, economics or business, I think that um, maybe reading or understanding more about that would have accelerated my perception that things aren't really... I think I thought about things when I was younger as being very rigid and quantitative and governed by rules um, as opposed to it's just kind of like half-assed and BS and randomness and you know I mean like the fact sure. that the, 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 the way the world <laughs> works and the way many of these systems work is not as pure as it's maybe made out to be in a more cursory overview that when you get into it, you realize kind of everything's a little bit rigged in some way or influenced in ways that. Absolutely. And there's an incredible amount of gray area. Yes. That is murky. Yeah. That is, and I don't know if you can ever get to the real truth. Right. And, and I think the, that that's the, something I Which did. is fine. And right. that's sort of the situation. If I think by but, definition. That's the way the world works. And right. I don't think I understood that that's the way the world works. Correct. I totally and that agree it, with that. It doesn't work by these neat, uh, clearly defined, consistently applied rules. Right. You know, some things work that way. Like physics kind of works that way. But like humans don't work that way. Human systems, things that involve people exactly. don't work that way. Whether it's the legal system, political oh, system, economic system. Especially. Right. Employment markets, like all of those things are much more malleable and much more influenced by people's you know, moods and connections and all those things that then then one might think and that Correct. If I think if I knew that then you could approach some stuff in a different way and see how it see how it works. Agreed. There you go. And that may be a good place to stop. It could be. Maybe. It might be. You all can right. email us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. Yeah. Follow us on the Twitter and Instagram yeah. at nickanddugs. Do we ever put anything? Should I put, have we put anything on the Instagram? Um, I got to figure out how to do that It's been a again. little while. I feel I like I, I put it. up a couple photos and I haven't done well, it really since. We'll put something up there. We should put something up there. I agree. Do you have anything to plug? Do you want to throw anything in there? A shout out? Anything? Anything for you? This um, is your time. This is your opportunity. No, you know what we should do though. We should have uh, the hen on the show. I think we should because we have right. So my brother who made the hot dogs, the movie, movie that people. Well, I mean, who knows when they're listening to this? But at the time this was recorded, in the day and age when this was recorded, yes, right. It was on uh, the Chicago PBS station and people can watch it on the interweb. That's right. It was on that. the WTTW website. You right. can watch now. Tens of thousands of people viewed it. Yes. Which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Startling. Right. It doesn't yes. seem like it cause it's just on TV or whatever, but it's kind of, right. it's actually, it seemed like more of a thing. Like when we had the, uh, the screening at a movie theater in the right. city when over the summer, people came up and now it's 40 plus thousand. Right. Right. But now it. it's a, right now it's a thousand times that many or whatever. Right. Or 10 th or a hundred times that many. It, uh, yes. Uh, we'll you hundred. do the math, uh, but yeah, you know, it's a lot more people, Yes, but it doesn't, you don't see it. Right. So right. it doesn't it's feel not, like it, but I think, um, 
it's a pretty good piece of work by him, and I think... Uh, and don't sell yourself short on this. You are the producer Well, on this. I mean, honestly, we could talk about this when he's on, but I mean, I did like... <laughs> Two percent of the work. No, he did it was like well over four. He did like seventy-two percent. And Brian, I would get. I don't want to diss Brian. He did a lot of work too. The, the two of them the did editor. a lot of work. Brian, yes, was the Brian editor, Simpson, yes. who edited it, he did a lot of work. He did a. a he put in a ton of time, um, and relative to me, like a you know, phenomenal amount of time. All right. I mean, it's probably like sixty thirty other people doing. Six percent, and then me doing four or less. That's not bad. It's very little. So it's he did little. the he did the thing. I think he did a really good job. We should have him on. Two we of should them. have one. We it'd be maybe yeah. it's time for a guest. Yeah, it'd be fun to have him on. It'd we can talk one. about other things too. But I think um, that would be a good upcoming episode, uh, and to kind of you know to break that down a little bit Absolutely. because we have done <laughs> the screenings. Right? What have we had? Three of those so far, or four? We three. Three and we had. Um, oh no, four. We had the, we had the, the other the, one at the thing. Yeah, at the thing. Three, yes, we've had four. And right, right. And, and at the um, right, the Q and A sessions. Yes, which are sort of ostensibly about the film, but really end up being people asking you like, <laughs> "Hey, you're what are you doing next week?" Right, and where yeah. do I get a good hot dog? Right, but <laughs> exactly. it would be good to, I think, kind of unpack, give him a forum to discuss. The actual like movie making because I I have questions about yeah, it. Yeah, it's as pretty well. interesting. It, it, absolutely. Uh, also, the revamped hotdogs.com website will get you to uh, that to that video oh, that right? as well. Okay. Yeah, and I want to thank a quick shout out to both Scott Robin mm-hmm. and the Hitmaker. Yours truly, the Hitmaker again. Two to four percent of the work. Mm. Although I, I will give my, I did build the original hot dog right. website, every, which lasted for seventeen years. Yeah. Every seventeen years, like clockwork, we change up the website. Yeah. So my my work did uh, it, it held up pretty well for a while. But yeah, Absolutely. again, Scott Robin did ninety eight yes. plus percent and it of the work like a charm, and even it works so well. I can I can you know change things on yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's great. So, yeah, there is a link. If anybody out there link. needs the 2% added to their project, <laughs> like if they need that, like that's that's where I come in. Hitmaker.com. Uh, anything else? You good? I think I'm good. All right. I think it's good. This was then, a good... Uh... Oh, we're not done yet here. Well, like, oh, you know, okay. a little end line here. I think it was. It was you know what? I'm watching this thing un- unfold on the, on the grid, the audio grid here. Yeah. And we're ending just about where... The previous episode ended because I could see where the overlay is of the outro oh, music. I... We're running just a hair longer, so this is really like I don't know if you Sweet were watching the clock or something, no, not but at it all. just it landed that way almost exactly. We're professionals. It's very interesting. Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you, and as always, keep up the good work. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. Mm-hmm.